Ready Check Radio. Oh yeah, it's Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for the Relic Grind. Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. The energy level is back. Kronos and I have recovered from our very, very long stream over with Mr. Happy uh, looking at last week's live letter live for six hours with about 40 minutes of actual new stuff for six hours. But we're back. We've now had a week to digest all of it, so we're going to go through it with the crew. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, we appreciate that. Make sure you're following. But head on over to readycheckradio.com. In the upper right-hand corner, you'll see all the socials. Make sure you're following everywhere. Turn those notifications and subscriptions on. Tell your friends. If you like this show or any of the other shows, you can see on our.com. That's the easiest, fastest, and freest way to support us. And I'm going to give you a little hint. You're not going to want to miss. You don't want to miss any show. Any show. No. But you don't want to miss next week's. Next week's, with scheduling going correctly, we will have a very, very special guest. You're not going to want to miss it. Join us live, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. But my special guest today, because they're always special, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. I am special. Speaking of special... You know, we're trying to get to 1,000 followers here on Twitch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Kronos is going to dance for us. Right, right, right. With Ginger Prime saying Magic Mike, you know, I'm hoping that maybe oh, we can God. get get this happening during that dance-off. I, I, uh, I, don't, I don't think I want to do a show anymore. <laughs> I have more abs than that, but... Uh... <laughs> 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 also on the line, Mr. Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos. What's up, sir? How much? You might have recovered. I have not recovered, dude. I had to go to a 24-hour stream right now. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, yeah. my so God. How did, how did yeah. that go? It was fun. Yeah, no, it was fun. We, we made it. Uh, so that was cool. We raised some money. And, raised uh, some money for extra life, huh? I didn't take too long on, on the games that I played, so it was kind of cool. It was a lot of fun. And then you went home and napped. Then. Yeah, I went straight, straight <laughs> to sleep. Yeah. He's like, I didn't nap. I died. I just died. <laughs> that was the end of it. Yeah, it was a long one. And we had talked last week on the show, gents, about how we really didn't see how, you know, they could be a very long one, right? We said maybe two, three hours. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll do a little bit of recap for viewers that haven't watched other ones. So there'll be a little bit of fluff there. But, you know, really, they have some system changes. They have PvP and they, uh, and they have the... Um, the uh, crafting and gathering stuff. See, I almost forgot it. Uh, the crafting and gathering stuff. How much could that possibly be? Well, six hours was the answer. A little <laughs> less than six hours was the answer. Started at 10 uh. p.m. for uh, Kronos and I on Mr. Happy's channel. Tarkoth uh, was doing prog. Congrats, by the way, seeing Golden Bahamut. Any clear, yes. any pool now could be the clear. Uh, so good luck to you and team on that one. Back we at it tonight, yep. We didn't finish until after 3 in the morning East Coast time, uh, and it was it was a little rough. Now, we also got surprised right off the bat, right off the bat, because going into this live letter, we had two weeks, two weeks to early yep. access, exactly to the day, two weeks for early access. 
but unfortunately, we started this live letter off with about 45 minutes of a, a clearly upset, clearly emotional uh, Yoshida-san talking about how a difficult decision was made to delay the Endwalker release by two weeks. And I think it it wouldn't be uh, doing it justice enough, Kronos, to say that you and I and Happy and Sly were shocked. Not that a delay could potentially be a thing for Endwalker, given COVID and the last year and a half and chip shortages and this and this and this, the world right now being all up in the air. I don't think we would have been surprised by a delay, but two weeks ahead of time, you know, we probably thought, I know I did, I, I thought we were safe, Kronos. I thought we had passed the point of a delay when he announced that. I thought we were safe too. It definitely caught me off guard. Um, like, I had all my plans like ready to go. I had my vacation time scheduled. I'm sure a lot of people did. Um, I'm lucky enough to be able to move mine, so that's, you know, I don't really have to worry about that. But, yeah, I mean, it sucks. But at the same time, it's like I have no reason not to trust them. Uh, so so I think I'm o overall okay with it. The only issue is I see a lot of animosity going around. It's like, just let people be upset. It's okay that people aren't happy with this. Um, now, if they take it too far, you know, you can check them. But, like, I don't think anybody yeah, wanted this to I happen, you know? I don't understand like, that. And we'll come we'll come back to that in a second. Because, Tark, you were actually streaming at the time, your yeah. progression. And so, like, I popped over because yeah. I, I didn't know, like, as it was happening, I was typing stuff to Q to go ahead and put it up on MMObomb.com because uh, that's something, you know, we, you get that up immediately, right? When something like that Definitely. happens as a news post, you get that up. And then I'm, that's done, and I was like, okay, I, Tark I know is doing progression. That's why he couldn't make the show with him, Mr. Happy. I want to make sure he knows. Uh, mm. And so I pop in chat, and I'm like, hey, you know, just FYI. And you had already heard, but what was your gut reaction when you heard? Because I, I'm sure not watching the live letter, there's almost <laughs> that somebody's fucking with me. Like, there, <laughs> somebody's just screwing with me going on on your stream. <laughs> I think we were in the middle of a poll or we had just finished a poll and all of us were kind of shocked. We had to stop what we were doing. We were all checking. Um, I was checking various Twitter feeds and I think Ginger had his up and uh, someone else. So I like immediately if those sources that I saw, I was like, oh, this is real. This isn't just like hoax. So we're like the next couple polls. Like it really, they're, I think they're it really garbage pools, aren't they? <laughs> they were garbage pools. We were like, we were still in shock. Um, and then you popped in total garbage like, pools. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it was awful. But um, so my initial reaction though was like, wow, this is like 1.0. Like, it, like we're in apology stages. But I know that this is completely different because I know that this affects him, and you saw it on the stream. When I went back yeah. to watch the whole thing, um, you could see it, you know, full bow, yeah. um, crying. So I know that this is completely different than what I experienced back in 1.0 with apologies upon apologies upon apologies. Um, and that he's doing this for the right reasons. Um, better to delay and make sure we have a quality product and we don't have a Rob on extreme kind of issue. Um, especially with all the new players and that are, and the eyeballs that are on this game now. Yeah, and he, I mean, if you need a, a reason in a nutshell, uh, the reason is everybody was ready. 
the content was ready, the stories are ready, the music is ready, this is ready, this is ready, this is ready. This decision is all on me, Yoshi P. All on me, personally. He even described it as, Kronos, a very selfish reason. Because mm -hmm. this is the culmination of, you know, a near a decade of storyline, if you count 1.0 and everything, uh, coming to an end. He wants to make sure it's perfect. And it is. However, they dug into their QA time a little bit as far as the development goes. And they weren't going to finish a full run of Master QA by the time they launched. And he did not want to launch until they had finished that. So uh, we don't need more than two weeks. We don't need less than two weeks. We need two weeks. There's your new date coming out in early access on uh, December 3rd, full release on the 7th. Of course, that does push everything else back to 6.01 now won't release until December 21st. And 6.05 will be January 4th. So you get away from Christmas, I guess, for the, the Savage Raid, which is kind of yeah. nice uh, for, for some people. Uh, but, yeah, all comes down to Yoshi P just wanting that final Master QA pass. And you know what? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But back to what you said, Kronos, it is 100% fine to be bummed, to be mad, to yeah. be disappointed, yeah. to be sad, to be, like... You're a human. You have emotions. Oh, congrats. Yeah, I, yeah, cool. Something you were looking forward to was impacted. It doesn't matter if that's a video game or a movie being released or hanging out with some buddies on a Saturday night and that got canceled and you being bummed. That is A-OK, -okay, 100. Now you throw death threats at a developer or something, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Now you're not OK. But for yeah. God's sakes, it is absolutely OK to be upset. Or even a little angry. We all yeah. get angry oh. at not a person or something, but we get angry that something happened, Tark. I can't believe that tree fell on my car. I can't believe that. You know, it, I'm not mad at anybody. I'm not going to body slam anybody over it. I'm not <laughs> mad at Yoshi P, but I can be have a mad reaction to the announcement he gave. That's, that's just normal. Stop. Yeah. I, and again, with the two weeks to go... Um, Part, a lot of the frustrations that I'm seeing are, you know, with two weeks, you know, we thought we were safe. I had plans. I myself, you know, yes. organized that my ex would have my kids for that weekend because, you know, I'm going to be engrossed in that game and making yeah. content and stuff for that. Um, I have a couple in my raid group. Um, she's flying to him and they're going to do Endwalker together. Well, now they have non-refundable tickets. <laughs> They're, they're going to spend the week together, but, you know, yeah. they don't get to do what they planned and, and play Endwalker together. So And, and he did address that, like, you know, people having plans. I'm so sorry. Also, don't worry yeah. about the staff during the holidays. They will get their time off and everything. And I think that even makes this, like, more doubly okay, Kronos. This was a weird last-minute call that you almost never see in video games. Had they delayed uh, the game a month ago, a month ago, a month and a half, two months ago, I don't think anybody would have batted an eye as far as being surprised that it was delayed. But yeah. two weeks ahead of time, when people do, I, I myself, I thought there could potentially be a delay. I did not put my time off in until the Thursday before the live letter. 
<laughs> so there are 15 <laughs> the day before he decided the day before the live letter goes and it's delayed i hadn't put in my time yet now i'm again in a fortunate position like chronos where it was no big deal i you know revamped my time so all three of us are okay but we understand that not everybody's in that fortunate position and yeah, yeah it's okay to be angry about that chronos it is kind of why did you do this last minute to me yeah, the two weeks did feel kind of close. And, I, you know, a lot of people in my static and in my FC felt kind of the same sentiment. Um, but I think most of the, at the end of the day, we all come to the same conclusion where it's like it must have been for a reason because there's no reason not to give them the benefit of the doubt with, like, all the stuff. They're like track they record, even, essentially. They even said they considered dicing it up and, yeah. and making sure it came Ugh. out on time and then, you know, patch in some things later. But, you know, those types of things... They probably would have been bad decisions, and I agree that they shouldn't have gone that way, so I'm yeah. glad they didn't. But those kinds of things were on the table. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they didn't do that <clears> as well. I think, like, his, uh, his like, kind of press release type deal is him body blocking, which is great. He's a, That just means he's a great boss, honestly, if you've ever worked mm -hmm. in tech. And, like, that's what your boss should do, Yeah. right? Like, they should not throw people under the bus. Obviously, they found something. It was an issue, several issues, whatever. I mean, I'm, I work in QA. So I'm sure, you know, probably they might have found something and they're like, yeah, no, we can't, we can't do this. Or they found several things. And and just to put it in perspective, I think I tweeted this, but like when you're doing this stat squish type thing, you got to remember like every time they make a change or something, they have to test like all their battle content. That's not like, it's something you just do in a day. Yeah. Um, so it, it takes Stuff time. like stat squish is, is ridiculous amounts of regression testing. Yeah. It uh, takes a ton of time. Disgusting amounts of regression where, yeah. Hey, we're going to add stuff we don't necessarily have to go and test a realm reborn stuff again or heavensward stuff again or things like that this is one of those decisions decisions that yeah you got to go test that old shit now in heavensward yep. and make sure it works make sure yep. it still works so uh this also is going to push we actually were apparently going to get a, a late all saints wake um that's now pushed back into January, so we'll be trick-or-treating in January. They did have a little bit of a laugh about that one. They were like, I don't know what this Halloween thing you're talking about is. In Eorzea, we celebrate All Saints Wake, and it could be whenever the hell we want it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought that was pretty To be funny. fair, all the seasonals are to mirror real-life events, but... Yeah, I, I get what they're saying. Yeah, it it's was their game. They can do what they want. Yeah, and they it was very tongue-in-cheek uh, when they were saying it anyway, so... Uh, so what else did we get, though? That was literally like the first 40 to 50 minutes uh, of ex explanation. And, I mean, even the translator was getting emotional uh, just trying to translate what Yoshi P yeah. was saying because he was so emotional. So, yeah. I think I also said this on Mr. Happy's thing. I was like, can you imagine any other game where this isn't a blue post? It's <laughs> just like just, some just, blue just forum blue post. post. Yeah. Yep. You delayed it. two weeks. <laughs> see, see you then. Uh, or, yeah. or, or you know, certain other heads, you know, being emotional and giving a public apologies like that. Yeah, I yeah, don't no. like look at wow. I don't think Ian has Acostas is like a real person sometimes. Like uh, he's, he's, he looks I swear very, he's part robot. Yeah, he looks very like <laughs> data from next generation sometimes to me. Very I analytical. Know. I don't know. I don't, well, I mean, he does have that type of mind, I guess, in his profession. Yeah. He used to be a lawyer, so he's got that. Or at least <laughs> yeah. he has a degree. I don't know if he ever practiced. Um, so, yeah, some of the new features. Well, first off, before we get to, like, new, new, I do want to get uh, your take, gents, on holy balls. 
the trailer. The trailer. Oof. I mean, this was this aired right after the apology, so they didn't even kick off the live letter with a, a trailer like they normally do. They did the apology and delay first. Then they were like, here's some good news. And oh my, the music is banging. <laughs> I mean, it is just absolute perfection in this trailer. Unfortunately, I feel like there's some things that upon further review, now watching this multiple times over the last week, as we all are, uh, I have sure done, not only at minute one when we watched it, do we like, oh, those are death cards <laughs> at the end of this trailer, but then yeah. watching the trailer through some more, I think there's some other hints at some death cards. And it is good to hear Emmett's voice again. It absolutely is great to hear Emmett's voice again. Tark, you didn't get to check wow. it out in real time. You had to go back later after your stream yeah. and check it out. What was your reaction? Uh, if we can have Emmett narrate our entire expansion, that would be perfect. I would love it. Yeah, I um, mean, if you're just going to kill him off, then that's fine. Then just now he's the narrator for the rest of time. Oh, pull, pull <laughs> the heartstrings, man. Oh, remember us. We'll just linger for the whole expansion <laughs> um but there's there's so much destruction going on in this trailer um a, a lady of light vanat being in it the death cards at the end um because because you know the only person that's not in there is alphano it's like that's showing his his memories of these people oh i i I hope he's not dying. Maybe he's just going to move on to something else and no longer be part of the crew, but he he might be not be long for this world. Somebody's dying. Oh, someone's dying. I, I think I, I think multiples are dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think the alpha knows it's going to be some kind of bait and switch. I don't think they'd make it that obvious. Yeah, um, and, and they always but, do but maybe. that. Yeah, they always do that. They've never done that before. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> now, yeah, somebody no, had said, and I didn't, I didn't go back and check this, but somebody had said, that if you go back and look at the trailers for the expansions, the last speaking character in the trailers has not made it through the expansion. Now, I didn't go back to... Somebody had said that in chat hmm. during Mr. Happy's stream, and I meant to go check it. Like, how, how valid is that point? I haven't had a chance to yet, Every, though. Yeah, I, I would have researched that for you. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, I think, I think I saw that on Reddit actually yeah i saw uh, somebody say it in happy's chat while we were doing the show live chronos yeah because i think it was uh it's like thornton was the last person in heavens were to talk and then it's xenos who technically died in at the, the time War. yeah 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 uh and then emmett i think in shadowbringers and so alpha knows in this trailer and so it'll be alpha no here yeah, yeah right <laughs> right that's some forethought, by the way. That's some subtle forethought, if that's the way you're you're working your trailers. Kronos, we got some of your reactions on Happy Show, but in the interest of posterity and making a complete Relic Grind episode, you've had a week to digest it now. What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, it's sick. I, I, I think with you guys, I'm, I'm just happy Emmett's the narrator. I don't think he can narrate past this expansion, right? Though, yeah, it really yeah. doesn't make sense if he uh, does. Right? <laughs> But I'm sure, like, they're reading from something, right? Maybe there's some book or something that, like, has his text in it, and that's what, like, they're quoting, or that's what he's narrating. I don't yeah. know. But I'm down oh. with it. I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. What uh, Ethis uh, postulated is that Emmett is reading off um, the mirroring images of what happened in the final days of Amarot, and it's mm -hmm. now reflecting here. True. Yeah, that could be it, too. Yeah. It was 
such an awesome trailer. If you haven't seen, obviously I can't, you know, do it total justice here without the audio and the music and everything. If for some reason you have missed it, by all means, just, you know, go watch it now. Pause this show, go watch <laughs> it and come back. It's that good. Uh, they they do a remarkable job with the cinematics anyway, but this one is particularly good. Uh, there's always been, for me, Answers has been the song, mm. you know? Heaven's Word trailer was good, you know? And they, they've, they've all been very, very good, but the songs has not, you know, hasn't beat Answers for me. Shadowbringers was a close second. Uh, this might. This, I, I can't decide yet. I can't decide yet. But Answers is so, so good. You know, Susan Calloway mm -hmm. is just tremendous. And then uh, we got a peek at some other stuff. And I, I don't want to spend any of the time like doing, there, there was a lot more in the letter than we're going to be covering here today. But a lot of it is recap. If you've been watching this show, nothing that we're omitting here is something you don't already know because we already talked about it. We're not yeah. omitting things. We're just skipping over them because we've covered them before. However, I do want to get your take on this because the, this close to the expansion, we continue to see just the concept art for the, what we presume to be the final zone yet to be revealed. You know, of course, they could add little more zones and things like that later throughout the 6X uh, series, but we believe this is the last big zone uh, to be added in the Endwalker expansion. What are we thinking? Because we all said it on Happy Stream at almost the exact same time. It looks like Zeal. I mean, it just it looks like Zeal. And for those of you that don't know, that's from Chrono Trigger. So I guess we'll go to Chronos first. <laughs> I mean, no it, it looks like Zeal. It it does. It looks a lot like it. Um, I mean, it could be. It could I mean it, that is a Square Enix game? It's not like they can't take stuff from it. Here's concept uh, art. Here's Zeal. Like it. Yeah, if, if I had to put money on it, that's probably what I would say. Yeah, it looks almost like a lighter version of like Oz's Law or something. Concept but it, it does look a lot like Zeal. Zeal. <laughs> Concept art? <laughs> Zeal. Just the like vanilla ice thing all over again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Concept art? <laughs> Zeal. I mean, it, it. you know, I'd love it. I'd love it, Tark, but... It is kind of, it would kind of be a weird one, right? Like, we've seen other Square titles hinted at and teased and nodded to, and even some Final Fantasies have nods in the game. No direct crossovers with, like, Lightning or Noctis and stuff like that, but little nods here and there. This would be pretty overt, right? I mean, basically ripping the world map out of another Square Enix title and making it one zone. I think you got a lot of explaining to do, Lucy, when when that happens, when you when you decide to go I, this route, right? No, no, they don't got to explain anything as long as it's good. It looks amazing. <laughs> it's it's like if Azaslaw and Sea of Clouds, you know, merged together and had a baby. So, I mean, it looks awesome. Um, and yeah, seeing your compare and contrast, uh, yeah, uh, zeal. Um. Square Enix can do what they want to. Yoshi P can do what they want to. Again, as long as it's good, that, that's all I care about. Pull for many mythos uh, in your collection. Why not? Calling it's it. all it's all fanfare. Final boss, Lavos. Oh Final God, Lavos Savage. <laughs> I, I thought Tataru was the last boss. Yeah, that's, right. That's, the, uh... yeah, that's right. That's yeah. <laughs> right. So... They even remarked about that in the stream. That's yeah, they awesome. did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> 
So, yeah, Zeal. We got to see uh, that little tidbit. Um, we're going to get into some other bigger things, but in the interest of kind of wrapping up all the little small things, gents, we did see a kind of a hint at NPCs following you during questing with some dialogue back and forth, a little more dynamic interaction between you and NPCs uh, while outside of cutscenes, right? Just out and yeah. about doing your thing. Uh, and I thought that was kind of neat. And then what everybody wanted, they also got uh, two minutes later when it was announced that, yep, you'll be able to G-Pose these things too. That's really nice. what everybody wanted. <laughs> so you'll be able to do that. That's in there. Uh, and then we've got <laughs> the spear fishing mini game. Um, so we, we made fun of it and called it Jaws on the NES because that's what it looks like uh, if you're, if you're going to go that route. And then we also received the, uh, a new treasure map location, uh, <laughs> the Excitatron 6000, baby, which, yeah, I, you know, I can't disagree with the rest of the world saying that that is an excellent name for a vibrator. I mean, it is an excellent <laughs> name for a vibrator, Tark. This map looks gorgeous, uh, though. Uh, the map looks awesome. Um, and you guys can't see show notes, but, you know, we got a, a slew of LOLs. <laughs> yeah, I did put lols all, all over some of these things. It, so. does, it does say dash Excitatron 6000 lol. <laughs> and then dash spearfishing lol. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm excited for spearfishing. Like, it looks like, dumb, are you excited? But 6, I'm gonna like, actually, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play some spearfishing and just be hooked on it. That's gonna be awesome. Oh, come um, on. When was the I'm last time you spearfished? <laughs> come on. It's been like a year. Um, it's been like a year since I spearfished. Um, but I don't I, even I, think we're getting a new gig. <laughs> I hope not. I hope that they just get, let us keep the level like fifty-two or whatever right. gig it is. They, we still play the mini game. I yeah. want them to, to give us a gig. Come on, like I mean, they should. But I just even just, out the eye level stats for crying out loud, just so that it doesn't look weird. Like, why is my Fisher so low compared to my other two gatherers? Um, I, I wonder how it's going to affect you know previous nodes. Like, if you wanted to go for you know the special minions that are in the Ruby Sea and such, um, that's would be interesting to me, but. It looks so dumb. It looks good. I don't. <laughs> Any other small tidbits? I mean, we're going to cover the gathering and crafting here in a minute. We're going to cover the PvP. Those were the biggies. We're going to cover some of the bigger system changes. But any of the little small tidbits throughout the the show, the live letter, Kronos, that you do want to bring up just because you have an interesting thought on them, or you thought they were funny, or, or there, whatever. There's a there's a couple just to bring up. Like uh, they're not adding any job quests, right? No, but they are thing. adding role quests. Uh, Requests are still there, but they're not required. Nope. For the MSP completion, which is is a good change. The one thing that kind of, we laughed about it because uh, I know I'm going to be spending a lot of time doing this, but the Grand Company loot boxes. Oh yeah, yeah you, can, you can bet your bottom dollar I'm doing that. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean they're probably going to put new mounts in there, so uh, I'm hoarding seals already. It's one of those <laughs> things that I'm like, I'm glad they added something for me to do with. Like I have capped allied seals with all three Grand Companies right now. So I'll share some. Yeah. So, but I'm, so I'm glad there's something else to do with them. But I'm also like, oh God, come on, a loot box, a loot box. Just give me a vendor. Just give me a freaking vendor. Don't start the. And I know you, you know, you can't buy them for cash or anything. It's not a, it's not a question of that type of stuff. But I hate random 
boxes and and even if they're like I hate loot box or Rocket League's uh, stupid dropped you know whatever they're called I can't I can't remember off the top of my head you, you can't buy them in game you just get them as rewards for like leveling up and it's a free something but it's random like I hate that I hate that just give yeah. me a vendor everything else in this damn game is based on <laughs> vendor anyway. There's a vendor for Pretty this tombstone and a vendor for this drop from these trials and a vendor for this. And, oh, you got the old tombstones? Go to that vendor and give them those stones. Get those stones. Go to the other vendor. Get that thing. This game needs more currencies, clearly. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> what else, we'll Kronos? Anything, ones, anything else? And we'll get to a new one here soon. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Anything else, Kronos? Those are the only ones that I, I can note it down. Tark, anything you wanted to throw in? Make sure we... Uh, uh, since it's not in the notes, you know, they talked about 6.1, a lot of 6.1 in here. Um, I, I loved all the uh, housing changes uh, that they have planned uh, in combating bots and selling. Uh, so that's going to be nice. And I'm crossing my fingers uh, that I get that lottery and, and get myself a house finally. Yeah. So I opted not to spend a lot of time on this, yeah. on today's show with the housing stuff. They did talk about housing. Tarkot's right. They did go into details some more details there's still many we would like uh, but mm -hmm. some more details about how the lottery system will work how you'll get money back when you don't win it how you go and claim it when you do uh but because that is more six one and we're gonna have that's probably gonna be like the first live letter after Endwalker. that's gonna be a big feature in yeah. there i anticipate we'll spend more time there on that one uh but definitely good call out tark yeah good good call out uh, then we got the new PvP mode. And oh, yeah. I'm sure you know that, you know, we were just all super excited for the new PvP mode. Um, <clears throat> this I feel is, like you're projecting. Mike's projecting. Maybe a little. Uh, <laughs> this is the map for Crystal Conflict. Kronos, how's this one work? I, so apparently there's like a game mode like this is Splatoon, but I equate it to Overwatch because I played that game. So it's like a payload, but both player both teams can push it. So you just got to push the crystal to the other side, and you got to push I it real good. I hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it probably helps. Push, you push real good. good. <laughs> but it seems pretty simple. I mean, the biggest thing, right, is that the no more roll requirements, right? Um, we don't really know what that means yet, other than it's five v five and. You can queue up however you want. Um, like, we haven't seen the skills. All we know is that everybody has a unique limit break. So it'll be interesting. I'm actually looking forward to seeing, like, them detail that out more. Because yeah, and uh, actions, like, everybody has a self-heal and stuff like that, too. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure that's how it's going to work, but, you know. Well, they, they, did spe it. they did specifically say that everybody would have a self-heal. They, they did say that oh, yeah, 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 during yeah. the live letter uh, when they kind of just alluded to all the it does kind of look like a pso2 uh pvp map it absolutely does but yeah i okay i got to admit tark unfortunately you and i are <laughs> going to have to do this whether it's this or pvp in general because not only are we getting this new mode but we're getting a whole revamp to the pvp reward mm -hmm. system which is going to include in addition to mounts and other things, minions. So, mm -hmm. shit. Shit. So, yeah. There's three things that, that I went in, you know, wanting the latest cigarettes. Okay, here's the PvP part. I came out of it like, okay, I'm into PvP now. 
I'm doing it. This is going to be awesome. Oh, come three, on. Three things. Three things. Uh, the roll removals. So queue times are going down because it doesn't matter. It, you, you just got to wait your turn. So queue times are going to go down. Uh, number two, uh, the accessibility for these rewards, the, the new system that they're laid out, the series, uh, you, you can do any PVP. Front lines, you can do rival wings. Well, it, you do, can do... it depends on what you're talking about, though, because you have the series and you have the season. And those are the tentative names for these, uh, okay. for those um, those systems. So overall, though, th those rewards for the series are, are going to be more accessible, I, I believe. Um, and then three, th they're eliminating the, the FOMO out of these series or what you know people were calling ballot battle passes um, because you're going to uh, accrue these tokens and the rewards in the series, if you miss them, they're going to go into another vendor or shop. So we're going to get another currency. This is what I was talking about earlier. You're going to take these tokens and you can use them towards something in the past or something current. Um, so they've knocked out three things that I just didn't like about PVP and 14 in general. I think it's a win all around. Yeah. And, and so Tark is, Tark is right there, but to be clear uh, on what you earn for what, uh, these names could change, by the way. The word sure. series or the word season. They did say that these could be, and also something we're going to talk about, the calling card feature as part of this too. Well, part of this and the rest of the game. But for the season, the season is specifically tied to Crystal Conflict. So you'll have a, a, a series of Crystal Conflict. Or I'm sorry, a season of Crystal Conflict. The mm -hmm. series is the battle pass thing yeah. that people are talking about. Uh, we used an image of it on the screen because it looks very much like a traditional battle pass. No, you won't yep. be able to buy it. No, there's not going to be a you get this free tier and you can give us three bucks a month for this additional tier. Uh, at least nothing like that that they've said. It's, it's just here you go. And yeah, that you can do the Crystal Conflict or you can do, you know go do the, the front lines, uh, any PvP content with the exception of the feast after 6.1 because that'll be coming out but you'll have a preseason portion going between 6.0 and 6.1 because that totally makes sense let's do a preseason for yeah. something we're not going to have a season I, I didn't understand that part but any pvp content will earn you the experience in the series and yeah i mean i am totally on board with you tark 100 percent on that there isn't anything that i just actively disliked I even am interested in the PvP mode itself because I have enjoyed that type of mode gameplay in other games before, and I do like that the role restrictions are removed. You know, you don't have to, oh my god, our healer sucks, we're totally dead. You know, <laughs> it, it, you don't have that. Now it's we all suck, and so we're all dead, um, which will be me and my group, and I am uh, totally willing to accept that. Uh, I like the battle pass stuff. I just don't know. Like PVP in 14 just feels clunky to me, Kronos. I'm not huge into PVP, so it's got to be uh, at a certain level for me to even want to engage in it. And I I'm, I hope it's good. I'm going to try it because I have to now, right? There's freaking minions <laughs> behind the damn things. So I'm going to have to. But it just feels clunky. It just feels clunky. And hopefully this being more objective-oriented will help it feel less clunky. But I don't know. I don't know. We didn't get to see it played. I thought that was interesting yeah. that we didn't I get to see... I would have loved to see 
Like even a high profile demo match that was like specifically recorded in, in a video or something like we didn't see it played at all. We saw the map and that was it. Yeah. I think they're still probably ironing out a yeah. lot of stuff. Would be my guess? Sure. Um, I see, I, I actually kind of like feast. So this is coming from someone that's not like, I don't hate it. Um, the problem with feast is the burden yeah. of like, what depends on the role you play, right? Like healers, mm -hmm. yeah, you get that insta queue, but like, you know, you're going to be blamed <laughs> if if it's the fan, and uh, you also have to. I feel like you do have to be like a lot more prepared than the other roles, but that's you know, it's not that the other roles aren't doing anything. I think this kind of alleviates that that problem as well as like what Tark said. I think the queues across the board will just go down, and then you know, because I think you have this sense of progression. Instead of like what wolf marks are now, because it's not like wolf mark rewards go away, but it's like yeah, they, they just get kind of they just get kind of stale. And so now you have this kind of like progression track where I'm sure I think it'll at least get people more excited to play. But I do think it's going to make or break on how the PvP like skills function. Yeah, so and they're that, there's, they're touting shorter mode or shorter fights yeah. too, right? Yeah. That was their whole mantra with this was less barrier for entry, simplistic, not simple. That's different. You know, that you can't have a complex strategic match here. Simplistic in that you don't have to remember 900 bajillion things to be able to do this. And short. Uh, that was like their three guiding principles going into this. Um, and if you're worried about some of the old feast rewards, by the way, those will be cycled into the battle pass over time. So you okay. will see things returning both to the vendor and to the battle pass, the, the token rewards uh, vendor, and the battle pass over time. So these things that you can get for the feast now, you will still be able to get them, maybe not immediately, uh, but they will cycle in and out of the token vendor as well. Yeah, they mentioned uh, Garu too. Yeah, that yeah, they might yeah. Try oh, to that'd be awesome. Away. Yeah. Um, but like, just to be clear too, like these skills aren't just for this new mode; it's for everything. Yeah. So like, even the even the old modes will kind of hinge on it being like making sense and actually playing properly. So. You're. It's gonna affect frontline too. Yeah, frontlines gets the gets the hit as well. You and me, Mike. Let's uh, team up. We'll we'll form a team. We'll do it. Well, that'll be 40% of an awful team. Uh, <laughs> let's just have to find three more people that are just as awful as you and I are. Yes. <laughs> it, sh it shouldn't be too hard. I'm we'll sure. call it the Relic Ugg. <laughs> <laughs> the Relic... <sighs> uh, the other biggie was gra uh, grafting. 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 A new job coming within Walker. Grafting. Uh, crafting. It's like a doctor. Yes, it's like a doctor, except not. Uh, crafting and gathering adjustments. And yeah, so this was touted as a big portion of the live letter, one of the key things they were going to go over. And really, there wasn't a whole lot to go over here. It nope. was everything just kind of like maybe a little more detail sprinkled in on like, hey, you're not going to be gathering HQ materials anymore, but your abilities are going to be updated, which we knew, right? And yep. if you were wondering how, yeah, they, they really didn't say. <laughs> so it's still kind of, you got to wait and see. They did say, hey, some abilities are going away. Some are being renamed. In fact, perception is being adjusted in some languages, but it's 
still going to be perception in English. And they did, Tark, something you wanted to know. What are they going to do with perception? What are they going to do with perception? They did say greater perception heightens the chance of triggering gatherer's boon, which would now increase your yield. So instead of, you know, the HQ, now you'll get two of the item, right? Uh, instead of one. That That's the way they're going to work your chance to gather. Fishing probably got the biggest change here, though, uh, Kronos, with the whole large fish thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't really like the name. I don't <laughs> because, either. It's like you already have big fish, so now I have to get large fish to get big... I don't know, it's just... Whatever, they could change it maybe later, but it just seems weird. But it, I mean, I you feel know, high quality. I mean, yeah. it's just it's a the same name. thing. It's just a different yeah, name. I, yeah. I, I, thank you, Tark. I said the same thing while we were on the stream. I was like, so we're still going to have HQ fish then? They're just so, called large. <laughs> yeah, I think like yeah. what Happy said is correct, though. Like, it, it's more just now it doesn't take up two slots in your inventory. It's just, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. They stack, so you're fine. Yeah, yeah. And they had to, they can't, unless they're going to redo fishing entirely, because mooching yeah. needs that. So, yeah, and there's a whole underlying done. system yep. there. So, yeah. uh, leave rewards. I, I thought it was cool that they did bring that up, though. That's something they hadn't referenced before. Uh, so, the leave rewards are going to be adjusted uh, because of <laughs> kill inflation, ironically. So, um, uh, but both the experience and the gill rewards. Uh, they're too high, and so they're going to be knocked down. So rip biscuits. Um, in real time on Ginger's podcast with Chris, um, he was watching biscuits skyrocket from the moment they announced it. So he yep. was working the market board in real time as the live letters going on. Absolutely awesome. <laughs> uh, and then we get to the final thing: uh, system adjustments, and there are some ones that you need to be aware of yes. uh, particularly if you're leveling uh, some classes uh, yeah there's going to be a soft bit of a reset involved here because of the level squish that is going into Endwalker so if you are in the process of leveling a class doesn't matter whether it's gatherer, crafter war, um, uh, magic whatever um, you're going to want to finish whatever level you're on before Endwalker launches. Because if you are at 2% uh, into a level or 98% into a level, when Endwalker starts, you will be at 0% into that level. They're going to do an experience reset. There's no way for them to buffer and keep your experience in between a level. So if you're sitting at 50% to level, polish that off. Otherwise, yep. you're going to have to gain that 50% again. I, not one of those, again, being on the software side of things, Tark, not one of those things that's all that surprising, but uh, also one of those things that I wish they would have mentioned earlier, that, you know, when everybody had this time um, waiting for the last five or six months for Endwalker, I think this little tidbit, it, there was no real reason for it to be this late, I think. People, you know, it's not a now huge you have two deal, but still, it sucks. <laughs> It sucks, um, but now you have two more weeks to kind of yeah. pile those That's things why. up. So. That's why they delayed Congratulations. it. That's why they delayed it. That's why. But yeah, to, to, because they haven't set up anything to do this automated where they're just scaling everything back, you know, the one-fifth or whatever they're doing with the experience, they'd have to go and manually do every single job and trust 
uh, anything that has XP and manually adjust them. Yeah. Maybe they'll get something in the future, you know, for next time, you know, five, six, eight years down the road. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's not feasible for them to go to each character in each job, each trust, everything and manually adjust them. So it's easier to just kind of, so finish off your jobs that you want and, and you know, you're at 79, get it to 80. If you're in the middle of 78, get it to 79, you know, cut that off. Yeah. It's um, not going to impact your level point. at all. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, your level is fine. It's just, if you've made progress into the next level, you're going to want to finish that current one and then leave your bad boy at like 1% into the next level. So you don't have to worry yeah. about it. Tombstones. I, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about here. We did get the names and, and, and stuff like that, but I think Kronos, what is infinitely more interesting much is needed. the change. Yes. Much needed. Agree with weapons when it comes to the tombstone exchange. Yeah, so they're half price now, uh, which I think is a couple things. Uh, like I think more I prefer because... instead of saying half price, I prefer to say <laughs> buy one get one. Uh, okay, all right, buy <laughs> one get one. So they have made tombstone, no. or they no. have made the weapons <laughs> buy one get one now. No, uh, you take because your. You still need to get you, that that piece. No, you take that, your. That piece won't get you too. You take your thousand uh, tombstones over to the vendor. How many uh, weapons are you walking away with, Tark? Uh, one because no, I only have no, one weapon no, piece to no, turn in with that. No, the cost is five hundred. <laughs> if you walk over with a thousand, you buy in two. Forget that piece. Go get a second piece, you big baby. Forget that piece. Go get that it's, piece. It's on a, a weekly lockout. You can't. So just go, what? You can't just, just forget so that what? piece. Yeah, you can. <laughs> it's still buy one get one. Okay, it's it's buy one it's buy sixty percent get forty percent. How about that? We'll compromise and we'll call that piece ten percent right, we'll of the ten percent of the okay. cost. Anyway, okay. yeah, they're cheaper, Kronos. Yeah, so it's I mean it's cool because there's more jobs. Yeah, so it's hard. They, like if you're this trying is to get a it. long time coming, I uh, think. Yeah, but the nice thing I do think this will affect a lot of raid groups because um, you know most people don't clear in the first couple weeks. So now like you're gonna be able to get your DPS weapons much yeah. faster. Yeah, absolutely uh, helps. So. Uh, what else do we got? That and, you know, what were we going to have? 19 jobs? So, yeah. 147 yeah. is what I hear the number is <laughs> these days. We'll get to that eventually, I guess, right? <laughs> That's what I hear. Yes, after they fold 11 into it, remember? How? Uh, uh, wow. <laughs> fold 11 into, into 14. Uh, I did like the new achievement UI. I mean, since we're talking about, like, the system stuff, I mean, it's nothing. It looks very similar to what we have now, so you're not gonna like be like, "How the hell do I use this?" But they did kind of like put it in the wondrous tales vein, right? Where it looks like a a book, a journal with the pages and stuff. And I do kind of like that because there is kind of a UI discrepancy across Final Fantasy XIV when it comes to there different is. systems and and different UI bits and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so I I really like that. I do want to know though, gentlemen. Have either of you sent your solicited ear picture to Final Fantasy XIV? No. Okay. Um, would you give That's your fingerprint yes. to anybody for like a game for, you know, give me your fingerprints and we'll give you a controller that is fitted just for you because of your fingerprints. Would you do that? Uh, no, but I think a fingerprint's a little bit more different than my ear. 
But no, I, I would, not. I'm not going to do it either. I, well, I, I don't not. think you could take. I don't think you could take my fingerprint and do several things. I don't You're, think you could take a picture of my ear and go like get something that you shouldn't be getting. Look, I don't look know. this up. Your ear is biometrically unique to everyone else's, even yeah, you know, but, left versus right. So I, I, I wouldn't give them my fingerprint. Why would I give them a picture of something that's unique to me, like my ear? No, absolutely not. I guess I, I don't feel as invasive because we don't use our ears to like track things like we do fingerprints. <laughs> you say that now. You say that now. They get a database. You've Someone's going to want that info. I'm going to need your social security number, your passport, and an ink stamp of your right ear. <laughs> but no, I'm not doing that. I just so. moved my whole desk. Uh, I did like everybody during that was like, what is the difference between this and the uh, high definition 3D audio on the PlayStation? <laughs> like, and then even they, Soken was based. Yeah, it was nice to see Soken, by the way. Uh, Soken was like, yeah, it's really similar. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really similar. And you similar. have to pay for it. And Sony, and Sony doesn't need you. Well, it's just a one time fee thing, though. It's, it's just it's, one time. It's not a subscription. You still got to pay for it. I think oh, yeah. you get a free trial, right? For like a couple, like if you bought in Walker. <sighs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're talking about PS5 embodies immerse spatial audio. By the way, if you want to check it out, uh, and then uh, finish up with some oceanic data server, going to be called Materia. I like the name. I like the name. So now, where does Spiritus come in? Is that going to be we getting a LATAM server maybe for our Latin American friends? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I mean, if you're going to have materia, you better give me a spiritus. Uh, that's going to launch in February, February of 2022. Uh, and all the worlds in the materia data center will be treated as new worlds. So they'll have free world transfers and all the usual bonuses that go on, usually go on with any, uh, new data center or new world spinning up. Before we leave Final Fantasy fourteen, I don't know if you gentlemen had ever seen this. I I don't you know I don't use it. I've practiced the raids in game, but you know if you if you're gonna just hey I'm having a hard time with a particular ability, and I just want to go and practice on that specific ability multiple times uh, by myself, or you could go ahead and bring your raid group in if you want. Xivsim.com. It's been in a while, in beta for a while. Uh, but 1.0 is available. It's a browser uh, application. So you just you know hop on over to the website xivsim.com. Uh, and you can run raid simulators. You can spawn enemies and specific mechanics that you want to try. You can pick your class. It is obviously you know very rudimentary as far as the graphics go. I was kind of actually impressed with the graphics because I expected less <laughs> out of it. So... <laughs> You know, it's not Final Fantasy fourteen graphics, but it's it's not, it's not Roblox Minecraft. either. Yeah, it's, it's it's not Minecraft either. So I thought it was cool. Like if you were having a specific, I just remember back to the days of like landslide, right? And and way mm -hmm. back when, and just what a pain in the ass that was, or or the triple landslides when you were on the higher difficulties and things like that. And the only way you can practice specific things like that is just keep doing the same fight over and over again. You're on Gold Bahamut right now, Tark. How much would you pay to be going and practicing just the gold segment instead of having to go through the rest of the segments to get there for if your free company is having problems with things? So it's definitely a niche tool. Yeah. And it's fan love created, right? But I mm -hmm. thought it was fantastic. I don't know how often I would personally use it because I'd rather just sit there and bang my head against it with the free company in-game. But if there was 
one mechanic that I seem to be struggling with and I was the healer, I could definitely see, you know, jumping in and messing with this. It is a little interesting. It's at least worth a look. Go check it out. Tark, have you messed with it? Uh, no, I have not. It definitely sounds interesting. Um, I'm like you. I like to do it in the game. But do it, if you're the it. one person that's having issues, you know, look for any tools that can help you. Uh, anything that can help you and, and, and get you through that hurdle and get it computating where you need to be on any particular mechanic, if you can simulate those... That's a cool too. Tool. This this one's weird though, because like Kronos, your crew, you know, your the people that play the way you do, the the push progression, you know, the high pressure push early progression, have no use for this because they're gonna clear yeah. it well It'll before. Be time. Right, yeah. it's not gonna You're be updated in time. Uh, <laughs> and then there's the the super casuals that do eight person content. They're not gonna use it. So this is like a very weird audience. This is for. Like the Tarks and me of the yeah. world who do savage yeah. content, but we're not interested in, you know, pushing it in week one or week two. And then even then it's going to be like, I am having a balls ass time with this one mechanic. I just don't understand how it's firing. Let me go use this thing. So it is really niche. It is really niche, Kronos. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Like like you said too, like it looks a lot better than you would think for like a browser based thing, right? Um, yeah. And and I think the real good thing about it is like you can put your whole team in there almost yeah. like in an instance, mm -hmm. and you can. So I, I think the real benefit is if if you want to do T now, um, I would use this for wormhole and limit cut because trust me when I tell you that practicing that in game is the most frustrating crap ever. And a lot of teams will go into like older arenas that are empty just to like practice movement. So this is kind of like a good thing for that. Um, but like you said, I think for any group that's clearing, I don't know, probably even within the first month, because I can't imagine this guy is a, obviously a player too, right? Like he, he wants oh, to yeah, get yeah. content too. So he has to clear it before he does this. And then <laughs> this will come out later. And then he has to like probably, then there's probably bugs. And so by the time you get this, it's probably later, later down the line. But it is cool for certain things. It's very and cool. it looks really cool. It does. So. It's it just kudos all around. Uh it is very cool. Check it out. XIVSim.com. Uh just real quick, Square Enix News generally. Um their financial quarter, I'm sorry, their last uh six months wasn't all that great. Uh they're down a little bit. MMOs are up, obviously, and Walker is gonna be huge and helping that front. And Square wants to maybe get into some NFTs. Uh. It's such a buzzword for these damn companies. Now, Square actually seems to be like they did a whole prototyping phase first, and now they've decided that they're going to do some more with it. But be careful with these companies, gang. A lot of them are just throwing the fact that they're looking in, into doing NFTs. They're not throwing the money into this that they would actually need to be throwing. They're throwing a million dollars in so they can buzzword you and, and say, hey, look, we're into cryptocurrency and NFTs and ownership in games and stuff like that. Just be careful. Be careful. Pay attention to, to what some of these companies are doing with these things. Uh, don't buy into, oh, they're all about NFTs and cryptocurrency and blockchain and all that. No, they, a lot of these companies threw half a million into it just to be able to say they are at this point. Not seeing, we got, we got a ways to go on that one. Um, 
Square Enix did file for some trademarks, gents. Any ideas on some of these titles? Trademarks for the Diofield Chronicle and uh, the Beasts of Burden. Now, those were filed for in October. Uh, Beasts of Burden was trademarked in the United States, Canada, Europe, and Australia. First one in uh, Japan. And then also filed for a trademark for Toraware Noma Mono in Japan on October 19th, which can loosely be translated as the captive beasts. Now, whether that's, you know, related to the beasts of burden trademark, who knows? Any guesses, Jens? I got nothing. Yeah, I, I literally have nothing. <laughs> of Square Final Fantasy Pokemon game, Captive Beasts, maybe? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you weird son of a bitch. Wouldn't that just be World of Final Fantasy 2? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> just, pretty sure that would be, just be WAF 2. Uh, this just yeah. broke today, and I thought this was great news. Great news to see, actually. Outriders is doing a broadcast on November 15th. So four days from now, they're going to do their stream. It's the first time they've done a broadcast since since Outriders launched uh, way back when. What we're expecting to see is a first look at a new, what they, they term a colossal free content update coming to Outriders soon, as well as a review of the many improvements to the game since its launch in April. Tune in to find out more. That'll be noon Eastern on November 15th. I thought this was fantastic news, Kronos, because I was kind of questioning what are they going to do? Like, I, I obviously, it's not a games as a service, so they got their money. They're done besides the trickle-in sales at this point. Are we going to get an expansion? They're going to sell. Apparently, we're getting a colossal content update for free. So I don't know how People Can Fly is ever going to get paid at this point. <laughs> like I, I just it's a mystery to me it's an absolute mystery to me uh, but apparently yeah we're getting some more content yeah I'm all about free right. free means I'm definitely going to play it <laughs> so so you're going to play uh, Marvel's Adventures when, when Spider-Man comes out that's not free, free. I, have to, I have to pay for the game I don't oh, have to pay right. yeah he that's refunded it game first. yeah he re yeah. Kronos refunded it <laughs> Spider-Man's trailer did get released today, though, for those of you that play on the yeah. PlayStation and still care. Uh, let's head over to uh, Love It or Leave It. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Love It or Leave It is the last segment of the show where I give you something Square Enix-related. Could be a game, could be a feature, a press release, an announcement, anything even tangentially related to Square Enix, and you tell me whether you love it, you want more of it, or leave it. Let's get rid of it and never speak of it again. And I've got a weird one for you. Like, it's probably predictable in that this might be where I was going to go. But I don't mean the question specific to this delay for Endwalker that just happened. But I do want to get your take on a delay of a game two damn weeks ahead of its release <clears throat> as if I couldn't guess the answers here so here's what my guess would be all three of us are going to leave it but we, we're okay with it in this particular circumstance that's going to be my <laughs> guess let me just put it out there 
That's my guess. I'm going to start first. I'm going to go with, I'm going to leave it. I don't like this. But, <laughs> but upon reflection and being a, in software design, I understand this one, and I'm going to be okay with this one. But I want to leave it right here. Never again do we delay two weeks before a release. Tark, what do you got? Uh, if anybody loves this particular topic, you're out of your goddamn mind. This is a leave it. Um, and normally I would tell anybody for any sort of single player game or experience, you know, don't set aside time because you never know if something could change. But with an MMO, it's a different beast. Um, you want to be in there and getting into that content. Are you I, well, definitely going to leave wait, it? Wait, wait, I meant to ask you guys this. Are you one of those guys that are like, don't take time off for a game? No. 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 I, I, I think because you just said you were, Tark, this is, with this, the exception uh, of MMOs. MMOs are different. MMOs are different. I, I, I just. I think the opinion's kind of absurd not to take us too much of a side tangent because people do it for like concerts. It's the same thing. Yeah, I'm, if I I'm really all enjoy for it, go for it. Like, yeah, like, how many I, how many times have you taken the day uh, off work to see the midnight release of some movie? Uh, I plan stuff like that around the schedule. I don't adjust my schedule for that. That's just me. So you plan your schedule I mean, ahead of time so fine. that you don't have to use. So I have so my there's, schedule. There's no and then if something though. comes in there. There's no then functional difference. There's no there functional di besides the well, fact that you didn't burn a vacation day. There is no functional difference. You planned your schedule accordingly so that you didn't have to burn a vacation day. Granted, cool, good for you. You saved no. your you saved your eight hours, but you planned going to this movie release around a schedule that would allow you to go at that time. So that you can Again, go to the it, menu, midnight release or the early show apples on release and oranges, day, whatever. You know, How is it apples and planning, oranges? Planning. The only difference is you have eight more vacation hours than I do at that point. How is planning it apples your schedule and oranges? And fitting something into it or having something and planning your schedule around it is different. What the fuck are you talking about? It is. I, I honestly think it doesn't matter. Like, if you enjoy something lunacy. enough to want to do it, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. This I've taken plenty of days off for... For playing a game, anyway. even not MMOs. Oh, like, Ninja, don't so get me wrong. Going back to I, it. Ninja, don't get me wrong. I am not, you know, minimizing the fact that eight hours of vacation time is eight hours of fucking vacation time, and sometimes that's a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. That's really not part of the argument. I'm just simply saying, hey, there is no functional difference to me saying I want to go see that movie on launch day. I'm going to burn a vacation day so I can go see that. And Tarkot saying I'd like to go see that with you too. Hold on. Let me take a look at my work schedule for the next, for, you know, it's, it's three weeks from now, let's say. Let me take a look at the work schedule. Okay, let me see if we can get uh, Sally in here on Friday. I'm going to work Thursday uh, that's and, what and I'm, That's what I'm saying. I have my schedule. I'm fitting something into the schedule, not building around that item. Well, then you can never, ever go to a, a, <laughs> a, a midnight release or something. If it fits in the schedule, then it's fine. No, that's not the. You have to make it fit the schedule. No. That's the point. No, you're I'm telling me. You're I'm telling me that you know your that. life schedule enough that you oh. could look at a movie right now coming out in December, a month and a half, a month to a month and a half from now, and know your specific situation being a little different, right? But it, your day to day, they got a Monday through Friday, uh, eight hours or whatever uh, per week. You could tell. 
hey, I'm not going to have to adjust a single thing. I'll totally be able to go no, to that what release I'm on is, December 18th. I wouldn't adjust. If something came up that's... I, I, if I had to be somewhere for something, I'm not going to adjust my schedule for that piece of content. What? Where this, I'm adjusting my life completely around for Endwalker. This is... You're talking about the same thing. Thing. No, it's different. It's it different. It is not. Oh my it's absolutely god! Different. So you could never, if you worked an overnight shift at a place, you could never. You're just, I hey, I could never go to midnight releases. I, I, I wouldn't care about that. I would just see it the next day when I could. Okay, but we're not talking about you personally not <laughs> wanting to go see that particular piece of content. Fine. If you're a movie buff instead of an MMO buff, though. You're, I consider myself a movie buff. I don't need to see something. You don't at need. Midnight. You don't need to be playing an MMO on a release day either. I, yeah, the, I do. This one, the, I do. Okay. No, the, the, see, real, that, the real question is: Is the person that does take off time are they wrong? And no, they so. are not wrong. Yeah, they're not wrong. That's you that's do the you, point. Bro. You do you. Yeah. I, see, I, I I think if you're passionate enough about something, if you want to take sure. a vacation time and you can afford it, now yeah. if you can't afford it, that's a whole other argument yeah okay it's but that like, but that's that's not what we're talking me, about i think all MMOs three of us agree animal. there i think all three of us agree there right it's like the whole gambling thing there's nothing wrong going to the casino and playing blackjack and losing a couple hundred dollars or winning a couple hundred dollars there's a problem if you're going to the casino and gambling with money you don't have right sure. that's that's if you kind of look at it the same way if you are burning vacation time that you are going to need later for you know important family shit or that you may need just to safeguard yourself against being sick or anything. Yeah, that might be a little different and that's going to vary. But let's, if you have the vacation time, it's, you know, go ahead and use it, you know, use it or lose it. I know my company, if I don't use it by December 20 or 31st, it doesn't roll over into January in my company. So I got to use it. Uh, I, I get four weeks a year now because of my seniority. I do one around Christmas. I do one in like March or April. There's nothing wrong with me saying, hey, I got to burn them anyway. And Walker comes out, I'm going to take four or five days off. But if it was not an MMO, Tark, you'd be telling me I'm silly to do so. I'm only not silly in this scenario because do, it's an MMO. You do, you, you, do, you boo. What is so silly about it? Why is it silly? Why is it silly to, to topic, take time off work for something you enjoy? Whether it's a game, a There's concert, not. a movie, or what? I, no, I'm not. I'm not making fun of you. I'm seriously I, like I, a lot I of people you have single your... player experience where you could do on your own time versus an MMO and M, uh, multiplayer experience, which you could it's also do on your own time. So it's, uh, so it's a FOMO thing. I, I guess it is. Yeah. And and I'm not meaning to like harp on Tark here for this specific viewpoint. A lot of people share his viewpoint, and it's always confused me. I didn't think any of us had that viewpoint, so I'm caught a little un uh, unawares here, and I, I would just, you know, I want to know why. Like, uh, to me, that seems weird if you got the time. and I mean, I, I have FOMO for Marvel movies, dude. You know how hard it is for me to avoid Spider-Man spoilers right now? Ridiculously hard. But have you seen the poster? <laughs> just saying. Okay. Uh, yeah, what were we doing? Um, I think we did. Love it or leave it. I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure I'm the only and, one left. And Tark left it, and I left it. <laughs> I left and Kronos, surprise, are you leaving it? I'm definitely leaving it. The funny thing is, as a QA, though, I almost want to love it. Because do you know how hard it is to convince people to delay stuff? Yes. Especially when it's like stuff that's very important. Oh, I, bet, yeah. I, bet, I see he was pissed. Um, he, oh, yeah. They, he said that. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, Yoshi P said that during the live letter. He said that he he went in and was talking to a uh, president and was like, "You can't delay this. Are you you have two weeks until this comes out?" Because they had just made the decision the day or like two days before. Yeah, and he talked about that. He was like, "You can't delay this. You have two weeks." And he was like, "I had to beg and convince him that this has to be delayed." So yeah, yeah. As 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 a QA, it makes me a little happy just because I I know that I feel like their mind's in the right place. However, two weeks is very close, so I, I have to leave it. I I think you need just take it as like a takeaway that next time you have to plan better because you can't do it that close. I, I think you just need to like spread your stuff out. And have and at least know, yeah. like you said, like if this had happened like a month or a month and a half ago, yeah, we wouldn't even probably care. Yep. So, oh, interesting. Well, let us know <laughs> how you feel about taking time off because that we're actually going to talk about that on Always Online's podcast tomorrow. I did not have it slated to be part of this uh, show because I, I just I didn't think anybody was going to have a differing point of view and make it interesting. But maybe I should have. <laughs> The funny thing is, you 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 set this up to be the most least interesting love it or leave it, and it ended up being like the most interesting love it or leave it. We will, of course, be back next Thursday. Remember, no gaming gumbo on Saturday of this week. It will return next week as normal. Daughter's high school play is Saturday, so we're going to go see that. Uh, But we will have our normal streams and everything through throughout then. And then next week's the Relic Grind. With fingers crossed, scheduling uh, continues to hold the way it is right now. We'll have a special guest. Keep following us on Twitter. We'll announce Monday or Tuesday once everything is like locked in stone to make sure that works. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Yeah, same as always, Twitter. I got to find something to do for the next two weeks. So. <laughs> Tark. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkov Gaming. Come join me tonight on YouTube uh, where we hopefully will get Bahamut down tonight. Fingers crossed on that. And then Saturday, Sunday night here on Ready Check Radio, we are playing Tales of Arise. Nice. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at Magic Man One. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, right on Twitter. And you'll know every time we go live with a streamer, podcast, or anything else. Until next time, gang, stay safe. And we'll see you out on the servers. Later. Later.